Hey there, and you welcome back to The Simple Creative. I'm your host, Oladimi Jajegbile, and this is a podcast for those brave enough to start up something from nothing. This episode features the remaining five of the creatives that featured on The Simple Creative Assembly. And just as I said in the previous episode, you get to understand what it means to be, be a creative from other creatives who experience the same thing you experience every day. And this is the conversation with the five persons who are left. They picked two questions at random and their answers were really amazing. So I really hope that you enjoy this episode. So to start the second episode of the Simple Creative Assembly, we would have our very first guest. My name is Maureen Aliko. What do I do? I help, I basically help millennials find purpose and live happier. I'm also a youth survivor advocate and a Christian. I love to write. And then sometimes I delve into social media management. Right. About okay, well, that's awesome. So, uh, so we have 10 questions left, and you get to make your choice. So, you pick two, you can pick them one mm-hmm. after the other, or you know, pick the first one first and then do the second one later. It is all based on what you want to do. So, so what questions okay. do you choose? Okay, um, let's do this. I was born on the 13th of February, so let's pick question 13. All right, question 13 first. Okay, all right. So the question is, have you ever, have you ever been faced with negative feedback? If you have, how has this reflected in your work, if at all? Okay. Yes, I have a lot of times. As a young creative who is practically trying to experiment with a lot of things, I have been faced with a lot of negative feedback from work from family, especially from work. But one of the things that has helped me is understanding that in as much as it's coming as a negative feedback, there's really, there's really, how do I put this now? I don't see it completely as a negative feedback. I see it as an opportunity to learn. Okay. Yeah, so when I receive the feedback, of course, I have to listen to you. I have to listen to your opinion. Your feedback is your opinion. Your perception of what I did, your perception of an idea that we, I came up with. If you happen to disagree with my idea, with my opinion, and you let me know that, okay, this, 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 I don't agree with this, or this idea you have brought up, or this work you did wasn't top-notch. I listen to it. I take it in. But I don't let it affect my creativity. I don't let it affect me as an individual. Yeah, sometimes I can't help it. I would have to pause if I have to ask, okay, I'll pause and ask myself, okay, how is, why is it coming this bad? But sometimes when the feedback comes, they're not nice, they're not polite. <laughs> At all. You just bah, and you're like, hello, have some humanity, have some sensitivity. People can be but very course, mean. I, very mean. Uh, a, a, a couple of weeks ago, I was supposed to take a class, and one of the ladies after the class was supposed to last for three days. After the first class, someone came to the WhatsApp group where we, where all the participants were, and gave me the laughing of my life. <laughs> like, I don't know if I call it the laughing of my life, but she, oh my God. the note was so long. 
shouldn't funny enough she didn't come privately it's okay this 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 is what i got or this is what i didn't get she went public with her observations and laughed out i yeah it rattled me a little bit but of course we are creative we get rattled and then we pick ourselves back up and do what we have to do but i picked up from her feedback i took a couple of things i tweaked based on what she said but if she felt that way and she was able to voice it out probably she wasn't the only one who was feeling that way but even if she was the only one i figured okay if we're going if if, if the class was going to be mutually beneficial for both of us i shouldn't be selfish i shouldn't be the only one who was going to enjoy the class right. i had to find the way to also uh, help her enjoy the class and it turned out okay on the second day of the class i was like oh i enjoyed this class it was this it was that and i'm in my mind i'm like you practically killed me a couple of minutes ago and now you're telling me you enjoyed this class but it's one of these things so every once in a while i understand that it's that feedback you listen see what you have to speak but you don't stop after that you pick yourself up all right well that's awesome awesome all right so what's your next question okay let's do question nine question nine all right so question yeah. nine says if you could choose if you could choose a theme song for the rest of your life <laughs> what would it be mm, a theme song for the rest of my life okay just this morning while i went for my usual morning prayer walk got to a point the song that i kept playing was jim mike the same song the train oh okay yeah that's song is awesome um i was singing i was dancing i was joking like the people were looking at me but they didn't <laughs> understand what the song meant they were like what's wrong with this girl why is she just happy this morning but that song for me encapsulates a lot of things it um, says a lot about my journey, says a lot about my decision, says a lot about my future. So that's the song I would go for. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right. So this is just like a, a bonus, uh, you know, conversational question, basically. Uh, you know, there's okay. this idea that we have about people trying to find their foundation or their, their purpose, basically, in life. And then it gets to a mm -hmm. point where um, they get, you know, in a position where they are stuck. And then they feel okay. the only way out is to probably, um, you know, cut back on their, uh, how would I put it now? Like they kind of compromise on who they are, maybe their faith okay. or their standards or the way of life that they've been living just so that they can meet up with someone else's definition of purpose. So how do you think, okay. you know, people in situations like that can actually find their footing and really recover their steps back to their purpose? Okay, um, first things first, I would encourage the person to understand purpose doesn't have to do with the entire universe. It's a personal journey. It's a journey you decide to embark on because of a relationship with God. So if you start out on the path of discovering or deploying your purpose and it seems like, okay, it's not going down as smoothly as you had, you had anticipated it was going to take, I would always say you slow down and pause and there's really no for a lot of us for a lot of us there was really no straight road to finding our purpose it was the road was very curvy 
some yeah. days you think you've gotten there and then after after a couple of try trial after a couple of attempts you just discover okay this isn't really me sugar so i would say understand that the journey is personal one understand that the road is not entirely smooth and then personal conviction personal values so i try right now i try as much as possible not to involve myself with things that do not align with my beliefs if they do not align with my core values if they do not align with my personal convictions irrespective of who the person is i can afford to say no but for a lot of young creatives it might be very complicated for them it might be difficult for them to get to that point where they can say no because they have to make ends meet they have to join them if they can't beat them but really it's about personal conviction it's about growth it's about understanding that it's really not about them there's much more to the life than just what's happening now so why are you trying to please yourself god or them Oh. So if you understand who you are trying to please, you will be able to make better life choices and be able to make better decisions and better come up with better resolutions to some of these challenges. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing and thanks for joining this session. Um, have a wonderful day. And we have our seventh guest following in the steps of the previous ones. Um, I'm Khalid Sikileb and um, I'm a graphic designer and uh, you know my target audience really is the church because i've noticed a lot of lapses in the church and everything like that so i've been trying my best for years now to try and improve the church media generally and you know i've gotten to places like rfccg as my you know as the first place to start before i spread out to other places oh, so, yeah awesome. that's literally that's awesome. Yeah. All right, so we have eight questions left, and questions 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 17, 18, and 19. So you have to pick two after of these, and then we get to go into the question. Okay, I'll yeah. choose number 10. All right, number 10. And number 12. Number 10 12, and 12. All right, so that's 10 okay. and 12. Okay, so um, given the choice of any two career choices what would they be hmm. i think <laughs> for me i could have chosen um aeronautical engineering it was one it was one career i loved so much but you know <laughs> sometimes purpose is not tied to what you want it's tied to what god wants so you know i just went for design so yeah aeronautical engineering and most likely professional therapist yeah professional therapist wow <laughs> that's interesting okay all right so uh moving to the next question um how did you get into what you do creatively hmm. i think it started from it started from when i started running from uh the choice of my parents wanting me to do um medicine so I was pushing myself to look for something else by force, by fire. Like, <laughs> I was doing different things. And before design clicked, uh, and, you know, I, first, I started with programming at first, you know, just front-end development, writing codes, and all those things before I even started doing graphic design. So in the process of 
me running away from them. I didn't know that I was actually choosing what I was what I wanted to be by the side. I thought I was just playing around. So I started with PowerPoint, started playing a lot with PowerPoint, making slides, making all these short shots, explanatory videos. And before I knew it, ah, I jammed it like that though. And, <laughs> I just started taking it more seriously and I went to I went to Aptech to study programming because I thought programming was more of the passion, but it was designed out of passion. So in the process of doing Aptech, the only thing I was really excited about was front-end development, how to make the website look finer, how to make the UI sweeter, all those things. The remaining backend was story. I just learned it so that I can pass my exams, to be honest. But apart from that, I I think that's that's how the journey started. And before I knew it, I started developing one or two things, and I just I just started loving design, you know. You know, and, and I, every that? time we talk about this, um, how did you get into this field? There is yeah. always that kind of funny story that leads to something else. Like maybe you're running yeah. from something, or you were dissatisfied with something, or yeah. you just came out of that passion you had inside of you. So yeah, I think I understand what you're talking about. Uh, just to like give some sort of um, explainer to one of the major issues I believe creatives face, which is indecision. Like we 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 suffer from indecision a lot. Yeah. Indecision in terms of choice of design or choice of career path and all those extra things. So personally for you, do you think there's any particular advice you received, you know, early on in your career that made everything easy for you? Mm. Let me see. Uh, let me see. So because of like starting without mentors, basically, okay. it was just me going through the internet to find out what fits like for me. And everything so i was trying different things and all but i think i went to creative block block or i'm forgetting their the name of that website creative 99 yeah creative 99 or 99 sorry 99 designs okay so i went to check, yeah so i had to check like an article on um you know choosing a career path as a designer you know breaking it down different kind of graphic design but that was not my issue my issue was what exactly do I want to put out to the world? Like, what value do I want to put out? So, like, I think with that, knowing your value and everything, and knowing your target audience, you can actually streamline what you want to learn to help people in design. So, I think the advice I got from everything was that, you know, you have to be, even as a creative, you have to be flexible also. Because there are sometimes um, things will demand your attention and something may test you. It's just like sometimes they'll give you a logo and you're just like, ah, from where to where? <laughs> what kind of is this? And it's, it's going to literally like stretch you. So I think, I, I think one of the advice is you should be open to anything when it comes to designing, but at the same time, streamline your energy to what you know fits you best. Because I know there are different aspects of design. There's UI design, there's graphic design. There's um, animations. There's so like I think people have there's to because there's sometimes that, yeah. So and there's there's sometimes that until you try, you don't even know that you're actually good at it. That kind of thing. So yeah. I think everything has to come from a place of what is your own plan. That kind of thing, not like what is the other person's plan because other people they might be getting it in video and video is not your thing. Your thing is like vector animation straight. 
but you are trying so hard to be like them. So I think if you don't have your own plan, you might just be going round, 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 round without even finding your own balance. I think that's, uh, I think one advice I would give is knowing what you want, like finding your own balance so that you don't chase somebody else's career and create your own career, that kind of thing. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you so much for that advice. And um, I really appreciate you for coming on this session. Thank you so much and um, have a great day. This is the eighth guest on this particular session, the Simple Creative Assembly. Hi everyone, my name is Faith Adioye, but everyone calls me Faithy. Um, I'm a digital marketer <laughs> and also I love to create content. Uh, aside creating content, I review mobile apps and that's why I do on Instagram. And aside that, I own a podcast and I own a book club, a virtual book club that focuses on encouraging people to read, especially youth and especially females. So I'm just focusing on ladies, but I have guys in my team, but the focus is just to like help ladies to grow and read. Yeah, so right, that's awesome. what um, it's great to have you here, Faith. So we have questions 8, 14, 16, 17, 18, and 19 left. So you have to make a choice between these numbers. And you're picking two questions. So oh, wow. Okay, uh, I'll go with 8, question 8. Um, I said, okay, question 8. All right. Uh, so that's the first question. That's question 8. Now this question says that, what do you do to get into your creative zone? What do I do to get into my creative zone? I listen to music and I read and sometimes I watch movies to give me ideas and to motivate me to get into my creative zone. Okay, so what kind of music do you listen to? <laughs> Actually, dear Christian movie um, songs. Okay, uh, any particular one that you can talk about right now? You song. Your songs, okay. Yeah. So, is there any particular track that kind of you know makes it easier for you? Um, no, no particular track. Just pick from, select from any of the songs, and I'm fine. Yeah, I can. I think I understand how your songs album is uh, just amazing. That yeah, yeah. You know, I play them a lot, so yeah, I understand. All right, uh, moving to your next question. What's your choice? Oh, what questions are all numbers are left? 14, 14, six, 14 16, 17, 18, and 19. Yeah, okay, I'll go for 14. 14. All right. Now, uh, this question says that do you ever create hidden meanings or messages in your work? And if you do, can you explain? I don't actually. I like to be very detailed and make people understand whatsoever I'm trying to pass across. So definitely everything I mean comes out in my content, not eating meaning. Alright. But do you yeah, do you Okay, I'm listening. And that is because I just want anyone, if anyone, someone that doesn't even understand English, anyone that reads my content should be able to have an idea of what I'm trying to say at that point as zoom off. I wouldn't want him to start thinking, well what she's trying to, to say is she talking in parables? Who was any of this? Is this idioms? I don't get it. So I just want people to like read and understand straight up. So I read now have eating minutes in my All right. You know, there's this famous quote that says that um, simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. And I personally am of the school of thoughts because this is a simple creative, right? I'm of the school of yeah. thoughts that the more you can simplify things for your audience, the better it is for you because 
uh, it takes them very little time to understand what you mean, which means that <laughs> you've created more time for them to come back to you for more. When yeah. on the flip, if you start to create, you know, a fizzy and all those extra things in your content, and then you realize that they get lost in the mess in the in the real meaning or in the real message of the entire thing. Exactly. And if you don't really want to do that. Difficulty understanding what you are trying to tell them. Why should I keep coming to your page when I'll keep having headache trying to understand what you are saying? Doesn't make any sense to me. So I really do not have any meanings in my content. No, I don't. But you know, some people like to be you know to be deep. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, maybe because. <laughs> Maybe because, okay, I work in an agency and I'm on the content team and I'm always coping, coming up with copies, campaign content and everything. So my communication style must be simple and direct. I'm already used to that kind of um, writing style. So why should I have any eating meaning in my... Okay, except if I'm trying to play on words for copies. And it depends on the brand. If the brand has this kind of playful personality, fine, awesome, like... Um, the coco mag they kind of like they kind of have this playful personality so they can actually have all this pun intended meaning in their um content but no but then um i'm used to like this simple and direct copies let me put know what you're trying to say sell that product with <laughs> within few minutes with a simple word so i know i'm not a fan of having all those no. I, I understand. I get it. Yeah. All right. So um, I'm quite familiar that um, you have. Okay. Because the entire thing you do talking about apps and, you know, very simple content creation, it kind of, you know, borders into exactly some of the things the simple creative attempts to, you know, bring out. And I want you to just talk a little bit about your, um, your app brochure and what people start to gain from it. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. This is the first time I'll be talking about my abroture okay so uh this abroture came to life because i realized that i'm always on app store checking out new apps downloading new apps and i realized that most of my data in a month i i'm more like spending on downloading apps installing uninstalling apps and everything and i realized that i can always share my ideas with people why should i keep holding on to ideas when people can benefit from what i know so that actually made me to come up with an ebook for business owners and for creatives so this ebook has um reviewed 64 mobile apps and these mobile apps are in seven different categories uh, i have mobile apps for um designing for people who are into photography for people who love to like boost their productivity for podcast lovers and everybody so in this ebook aside from the fact that i have 64 reviewed mobile apps in this ebook there's an embedded link for anybody to join my community okay this community is the community for mobile app explorers people who love to learn new things about mobile apps so once you like have access to my ebook you also stand the opportunity to always refer me every month because the the um content i'll be dishing out to, to your email will be different from what i'm talking about on my page so which means people that don't have access to my community they won't definitely know about new apps i'm talking about every month or they're talking about new apps <laughs> so or they're talking about new apps on my page but then it will be more detailed new apps like okay let's say this okay this month no last month i already talked about some apps on my page and while I was sending out emails for August, 
I talked about new mobile apps and I talked about I talked about them like detailed explanation of how to do this, what you can make use of this feature for. I even made a tutorial video embedded in that email. So if you have this if you have access to my um, ebook, it's just more like just more like having the key to open the door because aside from this community it's a close community so aside from this community there are other things i'm trying to come up with that will benefit people that actually have access to the community that will be reading my emails so it's more like you assessing my um ebook with just two k and having access to all the goodie goodies because there was one time i spoke about a mobile app on my page and the main page, okay, mobile app is called Boosted. They reached out to me, they sent me a DM and told me about an offer that if someone should review their mobile app, person standing chance to get me black. Was it $50? I can't remember. And I told people in my community, I sent them an email that this offer is open, do this, do that. Someone did and person got that money. So even myself, I didn't do it <laughs> because I just didn't have the time. So that is one thing, that is one of the benefits of being a part of the community. And not just everybody can join. That's like I have access to my ebook. Then on the last page of the ebook, you have access to the link to join the community. All right. Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing with us, Faith. So guys, you've Thank heard you that uh, the ebook, just reach out to Faith on Instagram at faithadioye underscore and you can see everything you need. All right. Thank you so much, Faith, and have a great day. And as we're getting very close to the end, we have guest number nine. Okay, my name is Lois Ogwe, and um, I'm a podcaster and a budding education policy expert. Oh, wow, that's amazing. So how long have you been doing what you do? Um, for podcasting, over like 10 months. 10 months, yeah. 10 months. Oh, awesome. Awesome. All right, so we have four questions left, and you have to make a decision by choosing two. So what do you choose? Oh. 16 and 19 16 and 19 yes all right so the question 16 says how do you know when the piece or project is finished and needs no additional work hmm. well depends on the person okay yeah and depends on if, okay, if I feel like a satisfaction, I can inner peace. So I feel like it's complete. All right. So that's, um, you know, sometimes you're working on a project and you get to a point where you feel everything is done. And then maybe like a day or two days after, you come back and you realize that something needs to be added. So do you ever get to a point where you feel nothing else needs to be added? No, I, I think. Every time you finish a particular project in your mind, somehow you go back to it. There's this like, okay, I need to do something mobile. Somehow I don't just get to do it. So I feel done like that. I just overlook it. <laughs> Alright. Because if I start doing it, I mean I feel like it keeps adding up. It keeps adding up. Like more things keeps opening up. So I just stop there basically. Okay. Alright, so question nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Alright. So uh this question says, um, if you had to be any of these things, which would you like to be? Number one, okay. a member of the opposite sex. Number two, a clock. Number three, a pair of shoes. And number four, a dog. Please explain your choice. <laughs> oh. 
Maybe a pair of shoes, yeah. <laughs> Why? At least people will get to see me. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a beautiful pair of shoes, so people will get to see me and appreciate me. <laughs> so. Why did why why did you go for clock? Well, okay, yeah, clock. Everybody check the time every time. No, I just <laughs> feel there's more beauty. With, there's, there's more beauty with a shoe, so okay. clock doesn't be like that, so. Uh, all right, awesome. So uh, this is just off the off the, off the topic or the questions. Um, so you've been podcasting for about ten months now. What's that yeah. one advice you give to someone who is about who wants to start podcasting in this current situation in twenty twenty, as it were? Okay, we don't just start because everybody's starting. Because along the line, if the reason for starting is not strong enough. You will just stop doing it. You will be consistent. So I feel like if I'm going to give anybody an advice right now, to be like, have a niche. Like, why are you starting? And let that drive you, basically. All right. I feel it's the, it's, it's the passion for the podcast that will actually drive you to be consistent. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. true. All right. Thank you so much for sharing and thanks for being here. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And finally, we have the very last guest, guest number 10, for this particular session of the Simple Creative Assembly. Um, my name is uh, Oguni Olaulua, and my Instagram handle is HS Olaulua. So I, I'm a video creator. I love to create um, videos and a lot more things, just to like a lot of creativity you get. Wow, that's awesome. So how long have you been doing that? Um, For like maybe a year now. Yeah, now okay, that's interesting. Yeah. All right, so you already know what we're doing. We're doing uh, a Q and A. So um, I will just pick out the questions because you're the last person, and then there are two questions left. So um, yeah, so the first question or the question eighteen that is available says that uh, what inspires you? What inspires me? <laughs> okay, okay. I think what inspires me is just is just to how do I put this like. I have a lot of people I'm, I'm like, I'm aspiring to be, to be like, like I aspire a lot of people. Like I see them as my model, like a role model. So like they challenge me a lot. They challenge me every day. So that, that makes me to, to walk up myself, to become the best version of myself. And that keeps me going every day. So I just, I like to, to try a lot of things and get, so just to like, to, to, to be a better version of myself. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. You know, most times when we start to create things, we always have people we look up to and it's good to have yes. people like that that inspires us to be better because yeah. uh, I think one of the major things with this creativity thing is um, the moment you start to see people do the things you do and are a little bit better than you, the only logical thing to do is to learn from them and get better yourself. So yeah, I think I, I, I can resonate with that. Okay, um, now the last question here says that if you had <laughs> if you had only 24 hours to live how would you spend your day <laughs> 24 hours to live <laughs> uh, uh, it's a very hard question yeah no, worry. Say, no pressure no pressure let me just say i'll just uh first of all plan i'll plan on how to on how to go about it then i just 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 i'll just be creative let me say i'll just be creative because i love i love creating things a lot i love creating things a lot so i i, I say 
I use maybe like an hour to plan for um for what I want to do that day for that twenty four hours. So I can let's say maybe um I can use probably the let's say, let's say maybe fifteen hours to to create get to create okay. a lot of things. So and we have to rest, body not be wood, so it gets <laughs> to I can't say I'll use the remaining twenty three hours to to create. You no, know, I have to rest. So let us say I'll use most of the hours, like fifteen hours to create because creating is just like an opportunity. I love to try new things, dig it. Oh, that's amazing. All right, so currently um you create videos. What kind of re- what what kind of videos do you create? Um for now I'm st- I'm just trying on like um B-roll sequence. Okay. Yeah, that's for now. That's what I'm creating. But before then I was creating some like funny videos just to try out editing. Okay. All right, so if you now, give any advice to um any person trying to start out with creating videos, what would you tell the person? Um, um, the, the thing I would tell the person is the, a word says like, I used to say like, a word says when, um, when the choice is not available, the available becomes the choice. So I would just advise the person to go with whatever your shares you get. You might not have uh, a big thing today. You might, not, you might not even start with the camera, so you can start with the smartphone. So I'll just, I'll just advise the person to start with whatever your shares you get, just to keep it, to keep it low. You have to, you have to start from being local to being global, you get. So I just advise the person to keep at, to keep at it, keep doing the thing, and I'll see the person a winner. Wow, you that's get. awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this. It's been a wonderful session, and uh, yeah, have a wonderful time. And we've come to the end of this particular session with the remaining five persons who featured on the Simple Creative Assembly. Um, it was really an amazing and enlightening session for me because i get to connect with these 10 persons on a closer level um, understand what it means to be a creative from a, a whole new perspective and it's really amazing and remarkable that this actually happened um the season five of the symbol creative is starting very soon and i'm really excited and hyped you've seen the guest list you know the persons who are coming to really inspire us and i really hope that you enjoy the season five of the simple creative podcast so stay tuned and definitely rate this podcast on all platforms and i'll see you next time